Welcome to Not the Highlight Reel. This is a podcast. My name is Jessica Spaulding. And I'm Melissa Mitchner. And we're excited to be here with you today. Exactly. I am the CEO and founder and chief everything officer of Harlem Chocolate Factory. And I'm the CEO and founder of The Bark Shop, um, a premier pet care company located here in New York City. So you had your thing together. Like, I didn't even put that. I just be saying the name sometimes. Like, and I just, I, I be forget. I be just like, this is Harlem Chocolate Factory. <laughs> you know, the, the business so intros is always hilarious. I've pitched so much, you know, that I'm like, yeah. it's almost second nature now. It's almost second nature now. All right. Oh. I'm going to get there to the ice in front of me real quick. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. Well, we want to welcome you to Not the Highlight Reel. This is Nacho Mama's Business Podcast. We are doing, we are flipping the business podcast on its head. Why we call it Not the Highlight Reel is, I think Melissa and I, we've been friends for many, many years. And I think it'd be great to just introduce like even how we met, right? Like, Melissa hosted this business meeting at her shop. I was like a, a young burgeoning entrepreneur. I, was, <laughs> I had just like, I won a business plan competition and I was working out of an incubator kitchen. I finally like left my home kitchen to start my business. And I was trying to move into my own like production space. And I did not know left from right, up from down, my business advisors at the time, like they were all being very encouraging, but nobody knew what to do. Like what was the, what's, what really happens? Cause I hear what you're saying. Like, oh, you go in, you sign a lease, you read the lease, you, like all <laughs> those things. But like, what does it mean? And Melissa hosted this event. And when I walked in that room, this woman was so absolutely transparent. When I say kept it real, kept it real. She talked about losses. She talked about things that didn't go right. She talked about all the things that nobody else was talking about that I knew was a part of it. Cause I'm like, uh, the math or some things is not math. And if I'm going to leave my job, I need a little bit more security around how this is about to go. And so being in that room and seeing someone that looked like me, that was young, like me, just be honest, gave me a level of encouragement around what I was doing. Entrepreneurship sometimes becomes this idealized, romanticized uh, highlight reel (laughs) where everyone is just sharing those wins and sharing what's going right. And no one's like, if they are talking about what's going wrong, it's for a second. And so what we want to focus on, not on some trauma sharing, this is not a 12 years a slave, not at all, <laughs> but we want to just spend some time on those on those moments that are not the highlight reel and give some people some encouragement on how you get through that. 
Um, and Absolutely. if you're not ready, we want you to stay at your job and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, as Jessica said, we met in a very transparent and vulnerable space and, you know, it's taken me some time to really get here. I think I had to grow as a founder and as a human being and just overall person, but who I am is always, you know, someone that I'm an implementer, right? I'm an executioner. Like I want to get things done, but I also like sharing. Um, and I think there's strength and vulnerability. So that's why we created this podcast. And I came to talk about, you know, I'm here to talk about the good, the bad, but most importantly, the truth. Um, I always say my legacy is not what I leave behind, but what I can leave in people. And if I can save someone from making the mistake twice, then we've already won. So I always say I'm, lear I'm learning that. So hopefully you wouldn't have to go through that. Go That's through that. that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, you know, I learned for all of us. My only hope is that you pay it forward because entrepreneurship is truly lonely. Um, and being consistent is hard, but someone has to do it. And, you know, I have tons of friends like Jessica and, you know, people that have businesses, but we speak another language. Um, this podcast is for entrepreneurs looking for that tribe, right? With your virtual tribe. This podcast is for people that are at their job and, you know, they've been working on a passion and they want to take it to the next level and they want to know what that actually looks like. That's who this podcast is for. This podcast is for if you're on the corporate ladder and you running it up, run it up because all of those people are important in this ecosystem. Say that. Say that. <laughs> so, you know, we're here to talk about everything, all things, right? Like business, family, life, love, the pursuit of happiness, mental health. So this is an all-encompassing podcast. You know, we'll be talking about real live events, um, just everything. Because I think so many times you hear, oh, I made a million dollars on Black Friday or like all these things. But what did it take? Who do you have in your camp? You know, how do you raise money? Right. I, I'm a first generation entrepreneur as Jessica of this level, you know, and, and the first is always the hardest. But we're, we're setting the foundation for our families, for our kids. You know, I'm a single black woman as a CEO. Jessica's a single parent, um, you know, and, and how to navigate those spaces um, and how to show up in, in all capacities because it's not easy. And I'm, I'm definitely here to let you know what the boundaries look like because I live in boundaries. <laughs> so I'm really excited to be here. I think it's an honor for you to listen to us and welcome you into, into your space. But we want to be, you know, as real and as transparent as possible because, like I said, if we can help you, if we can motivate you, if we can save you, that's what we're here for. Yes, and save a dollar, please. <laughs> Jesus. Because the girls is they they showing they they they're posting what they made, but they're not posting what they spent. Okay, and do not do not do not get tricked by Instagram. Like don't don't. It's marketing, baby, and people are are woefully underprepared when we've been at this thing for too long. And uh, I think, especially in our community at times, the access to knowledge is gatekeeped. Okay. It's behind a paywall. I'm going to tell you how I do it, but sign up for my 
thing. And I get it. That's your hustle, sis. Do it. But I find a lot of times that, and this is no shade to nobody who that's they that's they think because that's a you know like if I figured it out, you have to to pay for it. But there are emotional and multi level parts to the process that are being wildly left out. Yeah. Okay, yes, you need somebody to tell you how you sign up for your EIN and whether or not you should choose an LLC or a C Corp. Like, yeah, that's great. But is somebody going to talk to you about how you handle the guilt of missing your third kid's performance? Yeah. Who 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 going to talk to you about that? Who going to talk to you about when the math literally isn't mathing just right now, but you know it will in six months and you can't find a, a access point to the money. Yeah. And the emotional conflict that comes with that process, these are gut punches. Yeah. And people and are, we, are, are speeding past it. Good. Absolutely. I mean, I know we always talk about, you know, human capital, but we don't always talk about the human debt that comes with, you know, being... A black founder, right? Or a Say founder. That one more color. Time. It's like right <laughs> So yeah, human I think that? You know, the human debt Jeez. and the human the human nah, capital. Hold on, trade market. I'm gonna start a list of things because Melissa be coming up with gems. Like she's being a little demure today, right? <laughs> she has on her she has her her classy hat. But this woman is so damn knowledgeable and human debt gives a, a language to an experience that a lot of founders, even the corporate girlies, right? When yeah. you are taking that internship and moving up that ladder, that ladder, human debt. Go ahead, sis. I don't even mean to interrupt that, but that was no, that no. Was a it's job. A, listen. It, this is real, right? So even in this moment, this is me stretching because I'm a in-person person. I'm a on-the-ground person, like. I don't want to be at the forefront. I have no desire to be famous. I want to be the person that, if you know me, right, we know each other. And that and that's a blessing in itself. So, you know, I think for me, I have always been a giver and willing to share. Um, so when we talk about human capital, right, what do I mean by that? Your network. If I've learned nothing in this journey, leaning in and building your network is so important. And I think once I got into the space of, I got to go in the room, right? And I got to set a goal. And it's going to be uncomfortable. And guess what? I'm going to have to talk to three people that I don't know, but I'm going to have to introduce myself. Um, and I love genuine connections. I don't like this whole, like, mean girl, how many followers do you have on Instagram? Yo! You know, where did you go to school or what you doing? How many because followers, that but how much How much revenue you cleared this week, sis? Yeah. And I, that's 50, not me. followers and $2,500? The math ain't mathing, but your photos is cute though. And that, and that's not that's not me, right? So I think the reason shady? why... I'm no, it's up. not shady. It's real, no, no, no. right? I'm and gonna, it's, it's the you, things that we need to talk about because we live in this culture of, oh, you have these followings and you do this. I know people that have 300 or 100 followings and two posts, but they're managing millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, right? And I know people that have hundreds of thousands of followers and they're on the air mattress, but they have every new Bottega, you know, whatever. And that's fine, right? This is not also, here to Also, like... hold on. Can we take a second? 
how are y'all girls doing it? What what are y'all doing? Because we we all have been trying to find out. Because when I look at the price tag of the fancy bags, and then I look at what the margins have to clear, <laughs> and I look at how much work you're doing, the math is not mathing. If y'all scamming, that's the next podcast. Somebody, if somebody wants to come up on the how to scam podcast, send me the link because I like Bottega. Like, but well, I'm not clicking because I'm not sharing my cornbread. I don't like jail. I love my freedom. But I'm not my cornbread is jokes. I love I love my freedom. Um <laughs> Listen, uh, but also this entrepreneurship debt. don't always pay. Okay, right? like and, I was wearing know, the same pair of pants, y'all. I was walking. I had the same pair of shoes for like a year. I was walking. I thought that I thought that I stepped in a puddle. I thought I stepped in a puddle, and I I got to the house and I took the shoe off. I had run down a hole in the shoe. Oh, listen, Yo. I think people see me now and like, oh, ten years. I have definitely worn sneakers out with holes in them. I have five Yo. pairs of pants Yo. and five shirts. People were like, oh, you know, and I was like, I'm marketing my brand, right? I'm building this. I didn't have an awning. I didn't have a budget. It was me. I was standing outside of Starbucks. I was running down on people. To this day, I will hop out of my car. I, I still woke up to people and ask, she really will. you know, where do you get your dog room? Where do you go to groom it? Oh, your dog, like, tell me what you like. And sometimes people are like, oh, the bark shop. And I'm like, well, hi, I'm Melissa. I created the bark shop. Nice to meet you, right? Um, but I want to know, and I think that's the true benefit that we have as entrepreneurs than these larger organizations is that we're on the ground and, our, and our, our clients give us the feedback, right? They let us know when they don't like it, but they also are our biggest advocates. Um, and when we talk about human debt, particularly with founders of color, Right. I have been the head of household. I have been the the big sister that is the be all, you know, everything. Um, I'm not married. I don't have kids. I'm I'm single. But, you know, being that friend and having the capacity. So imagine working 16 hours and then, you know, you want to be a good friend and you want to help your friends and, and the things that they're going through. But you're like, I really don't even have the capacity to to do this right and then like how do i structure my life around it because i can tell you like at high level when you're doing certain things i don't want to hear no gossip or tea or none of that stuff like the closest i'm coming to that is the housewives right and i could turn that off um because i'm, I'm responsible for so many other people's livelihood that sometimes i just need a break i just need a moment but i also like i think the brain dumps that's what i call them is really important because it lets me come back to the things that I want to talk about. So we're really excited to launch this podcast because if nothing else, you're going to get vulnerability, transparency, and, and truly like the blueprint and the conversations around how, how did you do what you did? But also, let me tell you how I failed at that a few times, but I failed forward. I didn't just stop. I was like, yeah, you know, wow, 60000 down the drain, bam. But... I'm still here because it's something about the resilience and tenacity and, and, you know, entrepreneurs, you have to be crazy. And I was talking about this with my grandmother and it's really about like, what are you willing to give up or what are you willing to lose? I gave up my entire youth. When my friends were at brunch, I was on Instagram with FOMO at the desk 
being the front desk person, checking in people in my business. Do I regret it? Absolutely not, because I'm creating a life that I've always dreamt of. I get to do the things that I want to do how I want to do it. But there's a caveat, right? When everybody was out having fun, I was working. I almost slept in my store. I was doing guerrilla marketing. I was like doing all of these things because I was crazy enough to believe in, you know, this vision that I have. And although we're open 10 years, it took me 10 years to get solid and firm in what I'm building. But I can tell you in the last 24 months is when I got clear, right? What I'm actually building and where we're going. Um, and I'm also not going to work that hard right? At some point, like I'm doing all of this hard work now because I want to be a consultant. I want to start a VC fund, right? I want to invest in the new founders that are coming because I also know what it's like to be in a room where no one looks like you or to have someone introduce themselves to you five times that you have met in five different locations, but they just don't even see you there, right? And this literally just happened to me at a conference and I said, you know what? I don't even want to work with this person because I've met you five places, five different states and you keep introducing yourself to me as if we first met, you know, we met for the first time. So you don't see me, right? So we, we're creating a space to be seen. Jessica is a chocolatier. I don't know about you, but I don't know no black chocolatiers, right? I was like, you do what? You play with chocolate? You working with chocolate? You know, I'm in an industry with pets. I didn't grow up with a pet. I didn't know anything about pets. I didn't know that this is what I would be doing. But I, at, a, at my heart, I'm an educator, right? And I always say God is the funniest comedian. He's the greatest comedian because we launched a school. So I knew that I wanted to be a teacher. I didn't necessarily know that I would be teaching the next generation of professional pet groomers. Um, so, haha, I see what you did there, big God. <laughs> but I'm here and I'm excited. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know if we could break it down any further for it forever to be broken. Um, this is what it is. Like, this is the reality. We're going into the, 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 nat the dark side, right? But, and not to scare you, but to prepare you. There were mm -hmm. things like Melissa saved me from, potentially losing my company with one conversation with one conversation one and so to have so many of us trying to do this thing right black women the fastest group of entrepreneurs in the united states right probably the world but whatever um and we can't turn our eye to it because it is a place for us to gain financial freedom. It's going to be an option. It's going to be an option. The cor the corporate girlies that's out there, they working too. And we all are using the same skills to get there. I believe anyone living in a capitalist society is an entrepreneur, right? Some people contract their time out. Other people start their own businesses. I see no difference. I see no difference between what I do and what somebody who works at Viacom does. No, there's no difference other than the fact that for my, my dumb ass decided to pay all the bills, put the bills in my name. That's all, that's all the family is, is the, the person with the bills in the name, right? Like, and it is a 
really, really, really dark process when you are going through things for the first time by yourself with no warning that they're coming. There's, and it's unnecessary for us all to be experiencing first times. We have mm-hmm. a generation of women to look up to. I was on this call with um, Lisa Price of Carol's Daughter, and I grew up like going to Brooklyn. I'm from Harlem, okay, <laughs> if you didn't know. Um, and I remember hearing her talk about uh, just her experience with Carol's Daughter. And in those moments, the things that she she went through, I'm like, wow, how beneficial would this have been if I hadn't idealized her experience when I started, right? Like you lose a little bit of money, you make a mistake. I was becoming so harsh with myself because like these women didn't do that. Like, look, their, their business was linear. It made money and then it made money, then it made money, then it made more money, then it made more money. And that's what it looks like on paper. But it's not like that in reality. And when you have these moments where you can share and you can be transparent and you can be safe without someone trying to get something from you, without someone trying to use it against you, you build a community that you can rely on. And that's what we want to do. Like we, neither one of us, we both, listen, we both hustlers. We want to make money. I, I Having my face in front of somebody and I know, listen, I listen to podcasts. I want half of these people to throw them damn mics out, put the headphones down, burn your computer, for, sir. If I hear another thing, well, you know, black women, when y'all making money, okay, shut it up. But I thought it was like, I think we both thought, and we talked about it for years, like how important it would be to keep saving each other. Melissa saved me. My my contract, she saved me from a contract where I was having lawyers look over it. And the lawyers, the skimming it, and okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. But she convinced me, I had three lawyers look over this contract. And what one lawyer didn't find, the other lawyer found. And what that lawyer didn't find, the other lawyer found. And it saved me from someone writing in a clause to take my company. Like, these are the things. When you hear these stories, when you listen to these podcasts and you listen to people tell their stories and they spend like two seconds on it, it's like, oh yeah, but did that happen? Blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, no, 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 (laughs) no. Wait, wait, roll, run that back. You said you lost a million dollars? How? Like, how? And if you are not prepared for that, the mental stress, I remember, I tell everybody, I remember this time I was going to the train, I lost $10. And I was, I mean, I was heartbroken. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, there wasn't a person broker than me. And losing that $10 if you ever been on the train on, on Hunsem Street, MTA, please figure out something with the aerodynamics are horrible. When you're walking down the steps and the train comes, it creates a wind tunnel that can disrespect your pockets. And y'all owe me $10. And I've been heartbroken since 2013 about it. Um, <laughs> and I lost my $10. And I, and I 
And I love that moment now because it prepared me for when I lost 50, for when I lost 100, when I lost 500,000. Like how can, do you know what that feels like for as a person who did not grow up with that access to lose those amounts? You have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Without that preparation, those blind sides can take you out. It's nothing that you can do really to prevent it. You're you you're you're a first time founder. You're gonna make mistakes. That's what it's about. But yeah. if you have a community that can ensure and assure you that your mistakes don't make you stupid, your mistakes don't make you horrible, your mistakes don't make you bad at this. Now if you're sitting there working in that business for five years and ain't do nothing, baby, take it behind the barn and kill it and move on. But I know that I had failures. At 19, I tried to start this chocolate factory. And when I failed at it, really, all I did was give away, like, tasting chocolate for free. And that was my business model. I made chocolates. I gave them away. And then I thought in my head that it was going to cause people to start ordering them. Like, right, when they taste it, you just, you know, you get it in front of the right people. I'm going to all the little celeb events and having people taste it. Oh, this is delicious, blah, 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 blah. And you just think that's what you assume the model is. Mm-hmm. And when that didn't happen and I ran out of money and everybody was, people were only calling me to give them out for free. Yeah. I was broken. I was, well, entrepreneurship means I, I, I failed. That means I'm a failure. Not that I feel failed. Mm-hmm. I actually won because I gained so much knowledge on what I needed to do. And I came back harder than ever. And your failures don't make you a failure. But we can't be afraid of that word. Things are supposed yeah. to not work. So we can show you what does. Absolutely. And we need I always to have say, a community for ourselves. You know, fail fast. Fail often. Um... Community is so important. Uh, I would I wouldn't be here without community, right? And I think as I have grown, I think we should, you know, explore what community really is and how you build that because there's a difference between networking and and community. There's a difference. Hey between man, say that. Tribe, say that. Say that. Say that. Right? Say that one more time for the it, people this, in the back. <laughs> There's so many subgroups and, and, and this has come up because of the work that I'm doing in therapy because I, I want to take everybody with me, but I realize that everybody can't go. Okay. Right. And, and it, it's hard because when you're a giver, you're like, no, but I see it. But I'm in this space of like meeting people where they at, but also protecting my space and my sanity. Um, friend, family, or foe. Love my Nanda to death. Right. But she's 84 and she's set in her ways in certain things or, you know, my siblings or, you know, dating my my employees, like all of those things. So we're here to give it dating to you a all. Whole episode, sis. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole nother episode. Um, but we're here to give it to you, give you everything that you need to fill up your tank. We don't want you to feel like, oh, I can't do it. But we want to let you know that it is really hard. Like, no, when people say it's hard, we're, they're not lying. Um, we're not lying. And just share. We want to hear from you. If you have questions, if there's things that you want us to talk about, um, submit them. Because people can't aspire to be what they don't see. 
And I'm from the South Bronx. You know, people can't aspire to be what they don't see. I'm from the South Bronx. I grew up in Mitchell Houses. I spent 26 years there. If I didn't have that $227 rent, I would have not been able to build the bark shop. Right? And there was almost a time when I had to sleep in my store. Um, so I'm here to I'm here to share it all and I'm I'm happy that I have arrived. Cause I am a little yeah. private in person person, but I'm opening myself up to the world. Paige will still be on private on Instagram. <laughs> she, said, <laughs> but, she said, don't follow me. Don't follow me. <laughs> we'll get there, right? Like in stages. <laughs> Yo, no, this is like, uh, first of all, just as a friend, this is amazing to see you do, right? Because I know you and I know how much you value privacy. And I do too, but you know, I'm a Leo, so it's just like, ah! um, I'm down for whatever. So uh, I think that this is amazing because the world deserves to know what you've been out here doing, right? Like this woman will take the shirt off her back, like and hold you down. Like how many events, like if you can look at Melissa's on the front page of a newspaper with my team in a Harlem chocolate factory shirt. <laughs> like, and I'm, and I'm be saying there. team and it's my best friends really. Cause ain't nobody got no money to pay nobody. Um, right. I'm going to take everybody to dinner, though, right? Eat this nice little Chick-fil-A. I'm dead. And, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm happy to, to be here with Jess because I admire. There's so many women that I admire. But to see what she's doing and what she's built, uh, because we always see, I always say this, in front of the scenes and behind the scenes, right? And, like, there's so much that goes on. And I don't have children, right? I want to be clear on that. I enjoy my free time right now. Um, I enjoy sleeping in. So to see the things that she's able to do with two kids and be a dynamic parent, a single parent, and a big sister, and like all these things, and in the community, you know, and all of those things, it's a lot to be said about that. And um, we want to we wanna create the space in the village for the women, the dynamic women that are out there, because we are the foundation. Um, and I'm excited to meet new women, right? And, and build this network and this village and... You know, I'm not a weird person in person. So what you see is what you get. <laughs> right? I, I'm the same on the screen or off the mic yeah, as I am in person. Exactly. I'm actually better in person. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm you, excited. Are you coming through? Listen, we're going to watch. Like, we're going to do. We, I'm going to personally take clips because at the end of the year, right, when we finish our recorded contract and, and get all the all, all the episodes together, we gonna have a, a a note of watching the progression of Alyssa and coming out because she is absolutely hilarious. And, Cute Diana um, Ross slash nah. you know Puffy, right? I'm both. I'm both. That's my personality. Because you just aged yourself saying Puffy. It's okay. <laughs> I'm fabulous. So I'm fabulous, and I'm fine yeah. with that. So yeah, no, yeah. and I am. Just as insane uh, in person, there is, listen, there was a long time that I was juggling personalities and, you know, this is who <laughs> you have to be and this is who, like, it's crazy, like, it's crazy. And, and, you know, like, that voice, like, oh, my God, you know, like, hello, this is all the Joker Factory. And just juggling it and, 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 and trying to make sure that nobody could see 
my upbringing, right? Because I need to guard that because it'll make you try to play me. And I can intellectually curse you out. I, I have the ability. So I can't, I cannot hold on to different personalities and walk into rooms and be different people and check which person I got to be. And, and I felt that pressure my whole life, right? Like yeah. you cannot let it slip and it drives you crazy. Then the personalities start meshing and you accidentally say something in the wrong spot. <laughs> I'm over here saying pause in the middle of the business meeting. Like, oh, I didn't mean to say that. That was ignorant. But <laughs> it's just, you know what I'm saying? But if I just show up to spaces and just allow myself to be, and I realize even that fight and that um, that tussle internally about who I am uh, was so mean because all of those versions are me. I'm mm-hmm. a dork and a hood rat. <laughs> ah, it's a, and, and both can coexist. Yes. It don't have to be either or. And so we want you to feel just come here as you are and whoever mm-hmm. you are in that moment. Um, I'm and probably I think, a little bit stranger okay. in person than, than on here. Like I just be, all right, who are you? <laughs> um, and then wrapping up, you know, and I guess it's a great time to kick off Melissa-isms. I'll leave you with this. Kind of. I have these little isms people always say. But, um, so no, my therapist, right? She's been really instrumental in my growth. And there was a time when she kept saying, Melissa, you're trying to split yourself, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and Jessica kind of touched on that. Like, oh, I'm this way professionally and I'm this way personally. And once I've made, was clear in that, like, who I am personally is who I am professionally, right? Because it's more exhausting to split yourself. So in closing, I want to leave you with that. Don't try to split yourself, right? Like people want to really connect with people. And I think what I can really relate to anybody on, right? Because, you know, I'm clatchet. I'm not, you know, ratchet, but I'm a little classy. Um, The one thing I can relate to you on is being a human being. Jessica's going to say I'm bougie and I'm this and I'm that. Um, I didn't say it. I didn't. (laughs) I can relate to you from the human being perspective first. So don't try to be anything other than who you are, because that is truly your superpower and greatest gift. Thank you for tuning in. We are signing out. This is Melissa and Jessica. I wish my right Asad. I'm dead. (laughs) Asad. (laughs) 